Oh my God, Josh, have you heard? <laughs> Kayla Harrison is going to the UFC. Now, look, I'm, I'm going to sit here and say this as, as bluntly as I can. I love Kayla. I think she's a I hear a butt coming. Fighter. I hear a butt coming. Tremendous person. I, there's a huge butt coming. <laughs> I have heard nothing, nothing but I want to fight the very best. Just because it's got those UFC numbers behind it, there's nobody in the UFC in the 145-pound division, really. Okay, Amanda walked away. She's gone. Who's there? Who's in the 145-pound division? And that's Kayla's light division because she's a 155er. She can go down to 145. So there's nobody in that division. She kept on saying, there's this bad bitch. I want to fight Cyborg. I want to fight. Awesome. And you walked away from it. Kayla. Kayla. It, this it Josh this doesn't make sense it can't be the money there's no way she's gonna make more money fighting Holly Holm than she would have Chris Cyborg no way and the competition what happened to the, I want the best competition Josh explain this to me I have lost my mind I can't explain it to you uh, I can explain there's a couple okay. ways. I feel yeah, much no, no, better. There's, there's a couple ways. Look, she. There's a lot of things and reasons why people do things in terms of why they go to the UFC. Okay, sometimes it's about the name, the clout. Okay, and I understand that. And I get it. Like everyone wants to say, at one point in their career, they fought in the UFC. I got to be honest. I speak from experience. When I got lucky that I went sure. to the UFC at a young age, was very competitive. Should have been fighting for the UFC lightweight title at a young age. Then they got rid of the division for a couple of years. Which what I'm what I'm saying though is I got that out of my system. That's why it's very important to if you guys go back and look, Eddie Alvarez came to the UFC, won the title, and then he, he took his money and he bounced out and went and made a ton of money and won championship. Guys that have been there understand the the dealings behind closed doors, and some never leave because they feel like they can't go anywhere and be they can't go anywhere and make as much money or get as much recognition. If you're there for the recognition, that's great. Do whatever it is that you want to do. If you, yeah. if that's what you thrive off of, if that's what motivates you to get to the gym, that's wonderful. A lot of fighters that aren't, that don't get signed to them to the UFC right away, they end up feeling that need to validate themselves to go there. They need to validate themselves to be in, to be represented by the UFC. I can understand it. I did it at a young age. I left. Went and fought in Pride. I fought in Dream. I fought in Strike Force. Okay, I fought in all these organizations in the middle between there. And then I came back to the UFC, you know, towards the end of my career. And then I went to Bellator to wrap up my career. I understand why maybe she feels the validation, but I do get what you are saying. Why would you go at this moment? Because the thing is, is we've just proved right now that that division, even DC and RC, they just talked. They talked about this on their show, like you brought up, and I sent it in the news clip stuff. RC ripped the that ripped division. He ripped the bantamweight division. If it's gonna be this level of fighting, I don't want to see it. Now, look, that was to me a little harsh, because there's some. Oh, that's going yeah, hard. That's hard. There's some. There's some really talented females in that division, and I just saw that uh, Jermaine Deronomy is coming back. Will she fight at 45 or will she fight at 35? I get it. I understand where you're at. She is older. She's probably 41, 42, somewhere in there. I understand that part. Yep. But She was tremendous. But, but in this division, though, John, I can't say that she couldn't beat Rocky. She's got the better stand-up. Rocky's not trying to take oh, her yeah. down and not doesn't have the wrestling to take her down. 
I'm sorry. She just doesn't, you know? And when I look at the style of which Kayla left and she possesses to go there, Holly is slowing down. Holly's got good takedown defense, but there's no guarantee that she's going to beat a 42-year-old or 41-year-old Holly home. There's no guarantee. If you really wanted to challenge yourself, there's you you sound like you you think that Holly's going to lose. Oh wow! I, yep. I, I I'm almost saying that it may we may end up seeing another Ronda Rousey situation. I I, I, I think, think so. there's a small chance. We'll get into this in a second. But the overall money, look, we don't know what the money is. To fight Holly Holm, I don't think that she makes as much money. Because, look, we're going to put you on the biggest card, you know, in this, you know, whatever, in, in 10 years or since UFC 200. We're going to put you on the biggest okay. card, so we're not going to pay you as much because we're going to give you as much name recognition as we possibly can, which I, that I think she would probably buckle on. But the talk that Amanda Nunes may come back, that is the biggest fight that they can make in the 135-pound division because if Amanda comes back and fights Kayla, if Holly or if Kayla beats Holly. Kayla's, Kayla's never making, never John, making That is the weight she agreed to come back to. This is not fight is not at 145. There is no John, look at the way One, she's going to make that. I know. I, John, I see it. I see it. It says Bantam weight. Stop and being I'm like, a, stop being gonna make a that. denier of weight. Okay, don't be a weight denier. I'm telling you, you're, you're a weight denier. Look, I'm over here stuttering right now. <laughs> did I did I send you this picture of um? Did I send it to you? I did not send it to you. So there. Okay, tell me that. Tell me that her performance might not suffer dropping that much weight. That's what was. That's where I was going with this. So John, uh, D Dave, I just sent you a picture. Okay, see if you can pull this picture up. This picture is her standing next to Dustin Poirier at American Top Team as of yesterday. I think that she already looks like she started her weight cut. I think that she already looks like she is potentially, look it, she is leaner in the legs, leaner in the waist. Her shoulders and her neck are not as broad anymore. I think that she had a good idea she was going to be making this weight cut for the last probably two or three months. I've noticed on her social media, she's been posting a lot more time in the sauna. She's been trying to get that weight down. I believe that there was, I wouldn't say that there was talks before she was out of her contract. I'm not going to say that. But I feel like she was kind of thinking to herself, I need to have some sort of leverage to come back to the table against PFL and say, hey, I want this amount of money. And if we can't get it done, okay, then at least she knew in the back of her mind that she was going to potentially had an offer already there. She knew that they would snatch her up right away. Smart on her part to go where she wanted to go. I think she went where the easier fights are. You can't tell me that she did it because we don't know if Amanda's coming back. And we don't know. And I didn't even know that Jermaine was coming back. I mean, those two fights right there are going to be a little bit more difficult. And then Rocky being the champ right now, that fight potentially there with the stand-up. Can she stop the takedown defense? I don't know if she can or not. But there's fights in there that may give, that, that are going to give uh, Kayla a problem but not the same problem of uh, Chris Cyborg or a Larissa, Larissa Pacheco who just beat her. The, the tougher fights right now, honestly, the two toughest fights she can take are in, are in Bellator PFL. Unless Amanda yeah, comes I back, I agree. You know, and, and, but is Amanda going to come back? I think she possibly. is. Possibly. I, possibly. But until she says, mm -hmm. I'm back, what is there? I mean, I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm shocked. She's going to make 135. Okay. And that has nothing to do. She, Kayla is a big 
woman as far as she's got a big bone structure, a lot of muscle on her. You know, she doesn't have any fat. She's put together. But she was struggling to make 145. Struggling. And we've seen, and not just women, men who decide, I'm going to go down another. I'm doing this right. I'm getting all this. And they get down to that weight. They're not the same. They just are not. The speed is different. They're having problems with their ability to take shots. Their ability to have the same power is not the same. It's There is that, that point where you've gone too far. There's the perfect for someone. You know, there's always that. We do have the tweeners that are like right in between. But there comes that point when you decide to drop too much, it can be a problem for you. I agree with you 100%. I look at her, though, and I think that she'll be able to make the weight because you want to know why I believe this? I believe because she's a professional. She has never not. Well, at 135, she's never taken Horiguchi down. (laughs) Different level, different level. That's an inside joke. Inside joke. We've had Kayla on the podcast. Absolutely, absolutely amazing person. I absolutely love her. So fun, so energetic. Um. Just loves to talk trash to the to the guys, especially the ones at a gym that she that she trains with. Yeah, Horiguchi. Horiguchi. Um, you know, but I look I look at her and I think to myself, will you de- will you how will you deal with the speed at one thirty five? And I was like, oh well, they're not. You know, no, they're fast. They're faster than the the fighters at one forty five and one fifty five. So how is she going to deal yeah. with that? She was getting hit by Larissa Pacheco, who's a bigger female as well, and not super fast. She was. But listen, when she was fighting Larissa Pacheco, she was fighting a Larissa Pacheco who's a 145-pound fighter at 155. Larissa was blown up to fight her and go against her and got her, you know, Kayla's got two wins against Larissa. But the last one, Larissa, she won that fight and she won it cleanly. There was no doubt who won that fight at the end. And that was at 155. I just look and go... Yeah, all this time you've been talking about, I want this these super fights. And there it is for you. And you walked away from it. I don't blame her for no. going to the UFC. I don't blame her for saying, how hey, I want to be part of that organization. It's a phenomenal organization. I understand why she feels like this is a good move for me. It's just after all the talk that I, it's all about the competition. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, John, there's got to be some underlying uh, thing that we don't see. And I I, I really believe that there's the Amanda Nunes fight that's brewing. I think they brought her over. They're going to try try to save this division. Look, it was no different than the lightweight division when Michael Chandler came over. It was a shot in the arm for that division. That division was stale. All the great fighters and all they did was add one fighter who mixed everything up and got people excited again. And they brought somebody in. Who does what? Michael Chandler talks well. Michael Chandler, he hypes up the fight. He, you know, he he does what he can to to bring energy to the fight. He fights his ass off. No, Michael Chandler's phenomenal for any for promotion, any promotion he he's to. with because he's a he is he's a full on. Yeah, I'm he is all in. 100%. When he's with the promotion, he's all in. He is he is a company fighter. He fight doesn't fight smart, which also leads for us to have great entertaining fights. So as a fan, we're sitting sure. back going, "Wow, this guy's fantastic." Even though in, in a true fighter and a true referee, no, as we're watching, we're like, what, what is are you wrong doing? with you? Use your wrestling, do this, do that. But yeah, I understand. Look, uh, as a promotion, you love the kid, okay? And I think Kayla Harrison is going to bring that type of energy to the 135 pound division. 
And it's just, just that shot of the arm that that division needs. RC just said, if the fights are going to be like this, just get rid of the division. Well, you bring in somebody like this, and then you add Jermaine Deronomy back in, who's got punching power and some, you know, and she's she's very entertaining to watch. Then you add in Amanda Nunes, and you see where this kind of starts to build up. Now you've got three new, you've got three females that are basically coming back or coming into this division to spice it up. You couldn't ask for, I guess, a better way to spice. You've got the reformer champ. You've got the one that's fought for the title a couple of times in Jermaine. And you've got new talent coming oh, in. Hold it. Jermaine was your featherweight, first featherweight. That's right. Over. I forgot about that. I forgot. I just had her when she had, um, when she had lost to uh, Amanda. So, that, oh, yeah, 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 I forgot. Um, Anyways, I look at this. I look at this and I think they're trying to do something to spice up this division. They have too many feels females at 135 pounds. They can't afford to get rid of this division. It's kind of been the pillar of the women, the females division since they've started it. So 135 pounds. I just, this is when I looked at it and when it was signed that Kayla Harrison was going over to fight to a couple things went through my mind. She took less money to fight Holly. But you're on the biggest card the UFC is going to do in the next, you know, you know, two or five, six years, maybe even longer. Okay, you're on the biggest card yeah. to bring your name recognition to a higher level. Then I think when you fight for the title, you get titleship money, which I think is going to be exceeds what the PFL was going to probably pay her. But it's going to have to be against somebody like an Amanda Nunes or Jermaine Duranami or somebody like that. It's going to have to be that level of fighter. I don't think they're going to pay her that championship money to fight Rocky. I just don't. I think Rocky's going to end up having to fight probably Amanda because Amanda will come back and get the automatic title shot. And I want to know how does Kayla handle the weight cut? Cause she's going to be asked probably to make this weight again, probably by July. Yeah. At least two times, two times by the end of this year, this time. And then I think maybe by July, if she wants to continue to ramp up what she's doing and get the success going, the best way to keep her, the best way to keep making this weight is to fight more often. And I know she didn't want to do that in PFL because of the format, but it was so close together. She can still have a month off after the UFC 300 and then turn around and maybe get ready for International Fight Week. Be tough, but making the weights, yeah, it is going to be tough. Because you're talking about yeah. April. It's only one yeah. month in between. Oh, yeah, March. Oh, April. April I keep May, thinking June. March. I don't know why I keep thinking the that UFC 300 is in March. Yeah. It's in April, 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 May, June, July. She's, she's End fighting of June, April too. 13th. End of June. Never mind. She's off that card. I yeah. Take my yeah. foot out of my mouth. But okay. That's all right. Now, look, I, I'm taking foot. I did not realize. I never even looked that it was Bantamweight. That shocks the shit out of me. I mean, just I'm shocked by it because I'm being honest. Dave, do me a favor. If you can, while we're talking, can you pull up? I cannot remember what weight. Kayla competed in the Olympics in judo. Can you pull that up and find out? Because I mean, I've never in never thought she because it was forty something. Know, she competed against Ronda when you know at one point when she was young, but then she passed that weight class on the far right, one fifty five down there. Is that what it says? Well, is, is that, that what... her walk around weight? <sighs> okay, hold it, hold it. Yeah, what seventy eight kilos? Look look up 78 kilos. 78 kilos would be well over 2012 London pounds. Olympics. Tw it says 78 kilos. Yeah, 78 kilos. Yeah. Which is 70 oh, uh-huh. No, 78. 
That's what she won the Olympics in. So Not 78 much. kilos is going to be somewhere around Damn! 170 pounds. Thank Shit. you. Damn. Come on, man. But this is my point. Losing all of that, I mean, I mean I'm not. Yeah, 20, 2012, look, 2016, uh, 78 kgs. We talk about yeah. Pitbull. Look at Pitbull when he went down to 135 against Pettis. Yeah, but how old is Kayla? She's what, 33? Mm, yeah, I believe so, so she's yes. 33. So she's not quite at the Pitbull age of, you know. No. She's not quite close, at the Pitbull age. Quite. And I think those two years make a huge difference. She's got to do it now, John. And I think that's what she was looking at. I also look at. She looked in that picture with Dustin. She looked leaner in her legs. She looked leaner in her shoulders. She looked good. She looked phenomenal. Small waistline. That was taken yesterday. And because Dustin had point, uh, taken a picture in the, in the caption, it said, nothing here but just two UFC fighters. I thought it was pretty creative. That was pretty good. Um, I, I think that she's, I think that this whole thing she, in her mind was, I know the UFC is not interested in me coming to 45. They don't have anyone at 45. What do I need to do? I think she's been, she's been dialing in to get ready for this. She's been saying, Hey, look, you know what? Let me, let me do some test runs, try to get my weight down to 40 something. And then, you know, probably 47, 48 somewhere. And then the rest of it. Yeah. But you don't, you don't know where that point nope. is when it's nope. too far until you try to get there. And I'm not, look, if there's anybody that has the mindset to make that happen, she does. She's, She's one of those professional. People. Oh, in every aspect. But will it affect her performance? Well, John, there's a ways of looking at it. She can be faster. She can be stronger than those female fighters. But will she, will She'll she be have stronger. the endurance? She's strong. Will she have the endurance? In there the, you go. This is only a three-round fight with Holly. So this is a good, still a That's challenge still. for her. Look Let's be honest. This is not the Holly that no. beat Ronda. Holly has slowed down a ton. She fights completely differently now. She has turned herself into more of a grappler, you know, controlling the fight with her grappling, which is great, but she's not going to outgrapple Kayla. So now she's got to go back to being that honor bike kickboxer, mm -hmm. boxer that, you know, is using, you know, her hands and her feet to keep herself safe. That's not an easy thing at 42 years of age for Holly. And I love Holly. Yeah. It's not, you know, she's a phenomenal fighter. She's a phenomenal person. But you got to look. The UFC knows exactly where, where they're at with their fighters and where those fighters are at. They're not, you know, they're not dumb. And uh, the real question for me is how much endurance does Kayla have? I think I think she's going to have endurance to get through the three rounds. Um, my concern is, will will even though Holly has slowed down, Kayla had a hard time with Larissa Pacheco, who walks forward and just throws shots. Who's not as I, who's probably now just as equally as fast as Holly. They're probably the same speed, yeah. and so she was okay. getting hit by Larissa, and those are loopy shots that you can see coming. Holly's going to throw the stiff jab. She's going to hit. You know, it's going to be straight down the pipe. And how is Kayla going to deal with someone who is a way better boxer than Larissa Pacheco way, way better, better footwork and a way better boxer. I mean, maybe power wise Larissa's got it, but Holly's got the stiffer. I think, I think Larissa's yeah. got a power on, on Holly, but Holly's going to be harder to get a hold of sidekicks to the body, the sidekicks to the thigh. All of those things are going to give, are going to give Kayla a problem. So when she left, John, I looked at this as, 
she did. I don't think she got paid as much money to go there for the 300, but I think she's going to be on 300. So that makes her happy. That's one. Two is after that, the only fight that they really, she's going to make a ton of money is if Amanda Nunes comes back and then you see the two of them, former training partners, you know, and they used to help corner each other or be there for each other's fights. They're going to end up fighting. That is what the UFC, their play has always been that when you have two training partners, you know, they're not at the same gym anymore, or if they are at the same gym to try to get them to fight. That's what the UFC does. John Jones, Rashad Evans. I mean, they tried it with Koscheck and Fitch. They tried it with Koscheck and Swick. They tried it with Swick and, and Fitch. They've tried it all yeah, the time. They try it, and this is one of those opportunities they can see. Used to be training partners, grudge. Da, 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 like it's a way for them to build up the fight. That's not to me. Amanda Nunes has not been gone long enough. She basically just went on maternity leave and came back. Is what this is. She hasn't been gone that long. <laughs> True. So, well, it, the. Look, if you're going to have somebody, if you're the UFC, Kayla, two-time Olympic gold medalist, I mean, there's there's a ton to build on there. There's a ton to say, this is yeah. why we have her. You know? but I, I just look at, she had spent so much time with the PFL, had gone so far, and it finally got to that point where she was going to get that fight she had talked about. See ya. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw <laughs> okay. a little wrench in here. Did you see? Because I think I posted this too. Did you see the? Let me send it to you, John. Let me send it to Dave. You know, Kayla Harris and Kayla, um, Chris Cyborg. She came out and was. Oh, she she also said, "How about new? You know, a little rematch with uh, Amanda at 145." She says, "Dana, I would love to add uh, Cyborg Nunes too on the UFC 300 card." The only problem that I have with that is that Larissa Pacheco has been very clear that she was the one trying to fight. I don't know, is, is what, from what I understand from Don Davis on the Ariel Hawani show, was that Larissa was the one that was saying, I will fight Chris Cyborg or I will fight Kayla Harrison at the champs versus champs. Doesn't matter. And for some reason, it didn't get done. So why would you be on here? calling out Kayla, let Kayla go and just call out the champion, the one that beat Kayla. Why chasing the, the Kayla okay. Harrison fight? All right, hold on. If, if you're, if you're looking at it, one has been built up and has been talked about for how long the Kayla versus Chris, that's been, that's been almost two years now. Think about it. Kayla signed with Bellator and Wanted to go, supposedly, so she could fight Cyborg over a year ago, and that got squashed when the PFL said, no, we're matching it, okay? And they had every right to do that, and it was a good thing for them to do. But that fight has been out there for years now, two years, where the Larissa Pacheco fight hasn't even really been talked about. Now, I agree with, if you're going to say it's a champion versus champion, You got to say Larissa Pacheco is the 145-pound champion of the PFL. Kayla Harrison never was. Kayla Harrison was a 155-pound champion, former, and then lost you know, her last run at it against with Larissa. So if you're going to say who is the champion versus champion, it's Cyborg versus Pacheco. But the fight doesn't carry the same uh, value. It just doesn't. And, and I... I hate saying it because I really like Larissa Pacheco. I feel like, I feel like I'm an asshole in saying it doesn't carry the same value. 
it just you doesn't. can say it doesn't carry the same value, but my take on the Chris Cyborg, Dana, I would love to add the, the Cyborg Nunes 2 on the UFC 300 card. That to me, not it's you're chasing someone who ran from the that ran away from you. She went to another company, let it go. You should have went right away to your media and right right away to your social media, and said. But she's not chasing Kayla. John, that's absolutely no. Chasing she's Amanda. Absolutely chasing Kayla. She, if Kayla went there, that's a fight that everyone wanted to see. She's going to chase Amanda. Also, I get it. They're both the, if they do both come back, but the whole talk is to go there. Because Kayla went there, and because Amanda's there, now there's two other fighters that she can fight. Why not turn yeah. in the promotion you have a contract with and realize, like, hey, why? I get it. The bigger name is probably Kayla, which is Kayla. But Kayla lost to Larissa Pacheco. You know what? Why not go to your social media and say, hey, I, I wish you nothing but the best over there. I'm glad that you ran from me. You know, I'm going to fight the person that smashed you or beat you anyways and you're champ versus yeah, champ. I agree. That I agree. should have been the play. She could do that. But this to me was, is, is not a good look. It's not a good look. Well, it's not a good look in my opinion for Chris as far as if you have a contract and you have a contract with a company and you're not even in a position to go somewhere, then you shouldn't be doing this call out like this. But... I don't know what her contract is and if she can get out of it. So I can't say. I mean, even if she could, I mean, she's not going to go there and fight at 145. They don't have the division anymore. No, there so is nobody. That's the thing. Like, there's no 45, so they're they're out of the Chris Cyborg business. So why would you go back there for one fight? The UFC is not going to bring that division back. Amanda Nunes showed when she fought Juliana Pena that she can make 135. And she's been, been, she's made 135. She, of course, she likes to stay at 145. They only have that division for Amanda Nunes versus Chris Cyborg. If Cyborg can't make 135, what are we even talking about? Because the UFC is not bringing that division back. There was just this talk with RC and DC going, hey, let's just get rid of the 135 pound division. 125 and 115 are, are fire. <laughs> Is it, yeah, people have yes, short memories, yes, man. Yes. Short memories. Look, I think so. that the, the Kayla, the, to wrap this up, the Kayla Harrison addition is going to be a shot in the arm like the Michael Chandler was for the Hunter Light, the, the lightweight division. Oh, it's an addition. It's I addition. think it's a great addition. Absolutely. You know, but no I want to know, it. do you think people are going to turn and go that she's now one of the best, like we always see. Now she's one of the best in the world because she goes over there and gets a win or two when she's clearly lost to Larissa. And I think when you see Cyborg in and Larissa fight, we're going to see who I guess the best 145 pound female is. Uh, well, look, I, look, I'll say it straight out. People will be right. Kayla is actually one of the best fighters out there. Okay. Not at 135 because I've never seen her fight at 135, but at 145 or 155, she is. You know, there's only a couple people in my mind that have a chance of beating her, but those are people that she just walked away from to go to some place to fight Holly Holm. True. Okay. Good luck to her, though. Not the Nothing but the like nothing but the best of luck, and uh, you know nothing that's the other luck. thing. Peter Murray came out and was like, "Look, we want to wish her the best of luck." I'm glad that she felt like she did everything she could, and you know, here in PFL, you know, and it's just going to be a testament of of you know she lost to Larissa. You know, we had the cyborg fight lined up for her, and she went over there, and we're going to see how well she does over there. If she does well, it just it's a it's a testament to how good our PFL fighters are. So we'll see. There's one way of looking at it. From what I liked, what Peter Murray said was that. Is that like there? It wasn't this like 
no one gives a fuck. No one cares. It was, I liked how he put it. It was very clean. It was very respectful. And they wished her, they wished her nothing but the best. Great job by him. Hundred percent agree. Ah, 